In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Hello, world. Welcome to another episode. Well, actually, this is not an episode. This is the Call by God podcast, Rewind. And I'm excited um, to go back, to go back and just to listen to some of our past episodes. It's not to take away of um, all the episodes that we did throughout the year, because uh, all the episodes were good, at least to me. But I can't ignore, Adney. Of, of some of the episodes that's gaining a lot of traction throughout the world. And then that's why we want to talk about the Call by God podcast rewind. I often go and just sometimes while I'm at work, just play and back all the episodes, just listen to them through throughout the day. And I thought this was a really good idea because sometimes um, just to, to help the people see that when you listen to this, it, it, it helped us to to know like what topics are really touching lives or, you know, how this episode specifically has touched you. So I really appreciate going back and listening to, to some of these episodes as well. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to play the top three interviews that we had with brothers, our brothers in Christ. So it's it's interesting. I'm looking at these names here. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to listen to what they said. So we're just gonna go ahead. We're just gonna go ahead and just dive in and listen to our top three brothers in Christ uh, interviews. I try to get out of habit of saying interview, Addy. I know I'm stuck in that way. I gotta say discussion. Like you know, we always tell our our, our uh, guests. Like, hey, you know, this is just a discussion. This is we're at a coffee shop and just having a testimony of how God called you from darkness into his marvelous light. So let's dive right into it. Let's hear, let's hear what they had to say. Sleep that night. We was going to go to the club. I happened to go to sleep that night. Uh, the next day, one of my guys got killed at the Rolex. Not the Rolex, the Mint. And I was going to go to the Mint because that dude, that's who I hung out with when we went out. You know, and I was going to go to that strip club and I was going to be right there with him. He died. Uh, I fell asleep 
And I had a dream that the police came and they raided the house and found everything. And the guy looked at me and said, boy, you going to jail forever. Right. That scared me. I woke up and I, I walked around. I saw my partners laying down and all that stuff. I went in the room. I got on my knees and I said, God, please deliver me out of this. And I won't do this no more. I will not do this no more. If you just take me away from all this stuff, help me to stop loving money and help me to love you. Show me if you real. I don't know. Tell me if you real. I hear all this stuff about you. I, I see things. I see people crying and worshiping you and everything. God, show me right now that you are real. Take me out of this. And uh, my son, mama called and said, hey, he's coming down. Um, you going to keep him during the summer? I said, yeah, no problem. I couldn't take him around that. A little bit later, uh, maybe a couple years later, I ended up going to church with different people. They had churches and schools and all that. You know, I'm just trying to get myself right, get myself together. And uh, I ended up meeting my wife. But the funny thing about it is I was into women too, heavy. And I was always meeting somebody, meeting somebody, meeting somebody. And I met her. And uh, the second night that we were together, she said, I'm going to take you to church. And that brought chills on me. And I'm like, ooh. So she took me to church, introduced me to our, our lovely pastor and the wife, and introduced me to her mom. And he gave a message that night. And uh, I just clung to it. I clung to his message, clung to the people at the church and everything. And that was the beginning. And uh, she found it fit to, to talk to me, sit down, talk to me about God. Talk to me about my situation. Talk to me about what's going to happen if I didn't have God in my life. And um, I had to make a decision. And, um, you know, I was I was lusting my wife, but she didn't care. She was trying to get me to Christ. She was concerned about my soul. This episode was a good one. This was episode three. It was called Royal Street Child. And I think what stood out to me in this episode, like he was very sincere to give his life to the Lord. I mean, when he said that he got on his knees and he begged God, like, God, like, help me. Like, help me. I, I want to get out this, this mess. I, I want to change. And, and I think people have to come from a very sincere place when they want to surrender their lives to Christ. I mean, that's what stood out to me. And, and oh, I can't. I maybe Adney, I'll let you talk about it. I know what else you might say about this episode because I think you mentioned it when when we uh, had a discussion a while back. But um, that's what stood out to me. How about you? Um, ooh, I loved his episode because I love how he said, "I was lusting after my wife, but she didn't care." She loved my soul. And I think that's the thing that most Christians have to understand. You could be with someone, and if they're not a Christian, your job, your goal is to love that person's soul, not them so much, not the flesh, but that spirit man. Because once you get to that spirit man, 
God moves in this whole situation. So I love how he said that. And like you said, his his sincerity to, to, to he said, God, if you real, show me you real, right? And he gets a phone call from the mother of his child saying, I'm sending, I'm sending our son to you. God, oh God, God responds to us. Like people say, oh God, don't hear sinners. I'm I'm sorry, but the moment he prayed, he gets a phone call from the mother of his child saying, I'm sending our child to you. You can't tell me God did not hear that man's prayer. I'm sorry. Amen. I, I think in his story, that says a lot about his wife. Cause she was that woman like, hey, I'm I'm a I'm a child of God. Yeah, I have integrity, but I'm looking beyond your flesh. I'm looking at your soul. And I like when he said that, you know, just because I tell you what, it was it was a woman that slowed me down. And that same woman that slowed me down. And when I'm talking about when I was in the world, when I was out there, she's now my wife. So I think that women play a, a key role into bringing brothers, per se, to the body of Christ. I've I've heard stories from stories from other brothers that say, hey, it was a woman that brought me to Christ. It's not, nothing to take away from another brother sharing the message with another brother, but women play a key role. You know, God could use whoever he want. And in this case, God used uh, his future wife. That's, that's powerful. I, I can honestly attest and remember, and I had to repent about that to God. There were several men that he sent into my life, but because I have what you call a masculine energy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> I tainted those relationships. And when I repented, God revealed to me, there were several souls I sent to you, but because you were so fleshly, you were more flesh than spirit. You didn't even realize that I sent them to you for you to teach them or even invite them to come to worship with you and not be with them in that way. So now I've learned it's not about the person, yeah. it's about the soul. It's so about because the of that, now it's like any guy that tries and talk to me, my speech is always, I love God. I'm talking about the Lord. I'm, hey, would you like to come to worship service and, and stuff like that? Because it's like that masculine energy God says, Mm-mm, I didn't create a boy. You a woman. I need you to act yeah. like one. <laughs> so I'm grateful and thankful for um, his testimony. It really, really touched touched me. Yes, yes. So we have the next. The next episode is episode 15. It's called the Prodigal Son Returns. I got I got so excited for the for the first episode, Adney. I didn't even even bear to mention. Hey, this is what the episode is about. But this one, I'm not going to miss. So episode 15, The Prodigal Son Returns. This one was a good one as well. And if somebody don't know much about the Bible, they don't know who the prodigal son was. The prodigal son um, is a story, um, a parable in the Bible. Well, a father had two sons. And then one of the sons, he asked the dad for an inheritance. And the one son, he got his inheritance from his dad. And he, it's kind of like if what we would paint it more in, in this day, in modern times, you have two sons in a household, a rich dad, let's just say a rich dad, a dad that got, that have wealth. 
And then you have a son that tell you, hey, dad, let me get some of that wealth. Let me get some of that money. So that son that take your take the money, his money, and he go out there, he party, he party, he party hard, he party hard, and he lose everything. So he's too ashamed to go back to his daddy's house. So he become homeless. So he's homeless. And then he 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 has this this moment where he's he's at his lowest point and he has a moment, you know what? I gotta go back home. He came to his senses when he was at his lowest point. He's like, I, I need to go back home. I need I can't be homeless like this. I need to go back to my father's house. My father has servants, my father have food, my father have cars, my father have a big mansion. I need to go back home. So this son, this prodigal son, went back home to his dad, and his dad was so happy just to see him. And when his daddy seen him and he returned back home, his daddy celebrated him. And of course, the other brother didn't like that because the other brother was at home. They're like, daddy, like, how come I've been home all this time? And then my brother, my brother uh, was out there doing what he did, doing, doing, doing a do. And yet you celebrate him. And then, well, the, the daddy said, you know, your brother was lost and, and now he's found. So that's just kind of quick glimpse of the prodigal son. So this episode right here is kind of like that. So we're just going to hear it right now and hear what Brother Reuben had to say. You're teaching me. So let me go ahead and put myself, level myself off a little bit. So brother, that's a heavy question about that purpose thing, because some of us think that because we can sing the roof off, that's your purpose. That's just a talent. That's not your gift. Some of us think that we can read a word that's just your talent. That's not your gift because your gift will make room for you. And when it make room for you, that's a part of your purpose. So if you're not touching lives with the, with your gifts, it's not your purpose. So I think like Brother Nick, like what you're doing right now is platform. That's a part of your purpose because it's not easy doing what you're doing right now. I tell people like all the time, we talked before, this podcast thing is not easy, especially the editing stuff. But guess what? You take your time to make sure that you get it right. And that's how we got to do as a Christian. We have to take our time to get it right. That's how God does with us. He takes his time to get us right. He never leaves us nor forsake us. So with your purpose, he wants us to actually work on it. It's not going to be easy. But he's gonna he's he's just looking for faithful workers. And he just wants you to utilize your purpose, your gift, to bring lost people to the fold. Oh, that was good. That was good. Because he said something so powerful. He said, <laughs> if you could sing the roof off, that's not your gift. That's a talent. Because your gift will make room for you and it will touch lives. So many times people crave the attention of others, right? Like I want to be popular. I want to do this. In the process of you being popular, who are you touching? Whose lives, whose life are you changing? Are you Okay, so let's look at the celebrities, for example. Like so many people follow them. So many people follow them. And it's like God puts you in this position. He puts you out there to touch the lives. But in sense, some of y'all are corrupting the lives of so many by your actions. 
So when he said that, it gave me chills. It really, truly gave me chills because now it's giving me something to reflect on. What is my purpose? Is my gift touching lives? And that's that's what I got from that episode. I mean, he said so much. Um, some things that, that I did omit from playing, but it's kind of like what I said about the prodigal son. He he went off to college. I mean, they don't they didn't hear it because I didn't play it. He went out to college, so he pretty much left the body of Christ as a whole. He didn't want to have nothing to do with church people. And I think that that's what usually happened when when our kids, um, Adney, that's brought up in a good foundation, in the foundation of Christ, they go to these universities, and it's almost like they forgot where they came from. So he had that moment where he came back, like the prodigal son. So when he's saying what he said about the gifts and the talents, he now understood the importance of a gift and now a talent. It's like he understands purpose now. Because when, you, when you're brought up in the church, you don't really, really know. Yeah, you see your parents worshiping God. You go to worship every Sunday on Wednesday, and you see your, your parents with godly characters. But yeah, you may not have a relationship with God yourself. You may not have that relationship with Jesus. So I think through certain life experiences and through trials and tribulations that that you go through, and I always say this, Adam, you'll see Christ in a different light. So now you start to have your own personal relationship with God. And especially, and he he mentioned that, he was so far away from God. He was so far, and, and that's a bad place to be in because you you feel like you don't feel the spirit anymore. You you feel like God is absent. And that was that was him. He wasn't reading his word. He wasn't around the saints. It was just partying it up in college, partying it up. But when he came back like the prodigal son, he, and that's why he understood the importance of making an impact with one's gift. But yeah, this this episode was definitely good. Um, Brother Ruben, Ruben Johnson, it was a good one. So let's go to the third one. Episode 27. It's called The Mind Games of the Enemy by Brother Jock. So let's hear what he had to say. In middle school and spiritually. So um, what I'm saying is I actually, in a part of my testimony, um, just to go ahead and get right into it, why not? It's the simple fact that I had actually ended up in a mental health institution. I did not know what was going on and everything like that and so forth, right? And... Um, at first, um, my, you know, my mother cried profusely, very scared. It even scared me. Uh, I had to get up out of my shoes when that Jamaican brother was praying for me at this same apartment building that I'm at um, because I didn't know what was um, going on. That was years ago. Uh, we've been here for years. And uh, to see my mother cry from afar on the phone, explaining, um, crying hysterically, trying to explain to uh, another loved one what was going on, you know, she just, she just couldn't stomach it or understand. Uh, I fell off with uh, school. I was so um, backed up with schoolwork. It, it was insane. But I did get back, you know, and that was because of God's grace. But being in that um, building, though, that mental health institution, my mother kept saying, get it together. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Um, I even had, had got uh, some, you know, she tried to, uh, um, you know, slap some sentence in me also, literally. And um, all those things kind of led up to me, um, you know, because I'll be honest with you, um, Brother Nick, um, I'm more, I'm more honest and frank and more straightforward. I was interested in, uh, um, you know, um, 
fornicating possibly as a youngin though. I was interested in um you know what I'm saying? So what I'm right, trying to say right. is I had like one one foot in the uh word, one foot in the church, the right, other foot right. in the great world. You know? Yeah, I remember this episode. Brother Jock and he shared something on on this episode that I didn't even know. And I've known Brother Jock for years. Brother Jock said that he he went to a, a mental health institution. He had mental health issues. And his parents are trying to figure it out. Like, what's going on with my son? And one of the things that he said on this episode, and again, I didn't play it. He said he taught himself the word. He said he was... Although people uh, label him as as having a mental health issue, but he loved to study the Word of God, and I thought that was interesting because I asked him, "I'm like, how did you? How do you know the Word like that? Who taught you? Did you have a leader teaching the Word like that?" He's like, "Nick, no, nah, I just I just read books. I just read, and he says especially the Word of God. I was just reading the Word of God. So he taught himself the Word of God, and, and I think that was a blessing to me when he shared that." I mean, it is possible when you have that hunger and thirst after righteousness, um, God would give it to you. I love how he said his mom literally tried to slap the sense into him. Why did I love that? Because when you don't understand mental health, you think it's something else. You think it's a demonic spirit. You think it's a demonic force. And the thing that that saddens me, especially with our community, is because we don't understand it, we don't get our children, our loved ones, the necessary help that they need. So for him to bring that out, I would say, and I would literally say this to a mother or father, don't quickly say that, you know, your child is possessed. Don't know if they are, but sometimes check that mental health. They deal with so much on a day-to-day basis. And then number two, especially if that child is like, has a calling on their lives, Satan will play games in their mind. Like their their mind is his is his playground because he knows how gifted what God has placed in them just by seeing their actions from babies to growing up. So I would say to parents, pray over your children, cover them in the blood. And most importantly, don't ignore the signs of mental health. Slapping them up is not going to get them the help that they need. They need Jesus and a therapist. All right, world. That's all that we have for you today. Uh, These were our top three episodes that gained a lot of traffic. We just wanted to share that with you guys. If you want, if you feel the need to just go back and listen to the full episodes. Trust me, those episodes will bless you. So go back to episode three, uh, Royal Street Kid. Episode 15, The Prodigal Son Returns. Episode 27, mind games of the enemy in addition to that you can listen to all the episodes because again like i alluded to all the episodes will be a blessing to your life until then be blessed and remember that jesus christ is the king of king and he's the lord of lord wait there's more what if today was your last day on earth Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, 
Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized, you will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.